First question, what is one thing you do to create your best year ever? So for me, uh, it's, it's my morning routine. I'm very religious about it. I wake up by 30, between 5.36, I, did, I actually never used an alarm clock to wake up in recent years. And then I go right to writing. Between six and seven every morning, I'm writing with other writers too. We do it over a Zoom meeting. And, and I exercise and there's other things in my morning routine, but that first hour ensures that I get the most important work done for the day before the day even gets started. And, and that's, that's been transformative for my life. I absolutely love that because you're preaching to the choir because the first thing that I do every day for the last decade is read for 30 minutes because I realized uh, if, if you learn something today, then by design every day, today is better than yesterday. That's right. That's right. Crazy concept. So welcome to Best Year Ever, a podcast designed to inspire growth and impact so you can create your best year ever. And I'm your host, Rob Cressy. And joining me today is Mike Michalowicz, author, author of Get Different, marketing that can't be ignored. Mike, great to have you on the show. Oh, it's good to be with you, brother. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. And actually, I have to start by thanking you because you have been one of the most impactful authors over the last decade of my life. So Ooh, I, love I, I went back in my uh, Kindle library to see, all right, how many books did I actually read? Profit First, Toilet Paper Entrepreneur, The Pumpkin Plan, Clockwork, and the reason that we're here is because you just wrote a new book called Get Different, Marketing That Cannot Be Ignored. And I have to let you know that Profit First was the game changer of all game changers for a creative entrepreneur who air quotes, struggled with the financial literacy side of business. I'm a creative, uh, I am financially wise, but I didn't have the structure for what I was looking to accomplish to make a whole business for myself. I read Profit First and I implemented Profit First and I am religious on the 10th and 25th of every single month. I just did Profit First yesterday. So I have, I have to thank you because that changed my business. You, well, you are very welcome and it's an honor to be part of your journey, even in a small amount. I'm, I'm so impressed that you're doing it. It will serve you for a lifetime, I know it. So for any entrepreneur who could use some assistance in order in their financial literacy with their mindset, read the book Profit First. I promise you it will be amazing. So Mike, how in the world did we even get here in the first place? I always like to, to give a little framework. So I'm on your email list and quite frankly, I don't know how many of my of your emails that I have seen, not a lot, but for some reason, that day I saw, boom, Mike's got a new book. And you know what I did? I responded back saying, you know what? I would love to help uh, support you in getting more visibility for your book. Can Mike come on the podcast? One month later, here we are. Yeah, yeah, I love it. And thank you for the support. You know, it's a big deal. Like writing a book is, is a big effort. But when you put it out there, if you don't spread the word, it's a dud. It'll flop, you know, unless your mom buys it and tells everyone about it. So it's a big deal to be on your show. Thank you for having me. 
You're, you're welcome. So there's some things that resonate with yeah. me about you and one, your book and two, your website. And you said, I know entrepreneurs are superheroes because they support the world. And then you've also mentioned, I've devoted my life to making entrepreneurship simple. And this resonates so much with me as the person who is your target audience, who, oh, by the way, does a lot of those same things for my audience. Yeah. Yeah, so you know the entrepreneurial journey uh, is is overwhelming, overwhelmed with complexity. I find it interesting, Rob, that the the day before an entrepreneur starts a business is typically their greatest day. They're like, I'm going to change the world. I'm going to make so much money. I'm going to be of such great service. I'm going to live a life of my dreams. And then they open the doors the next day, and they're like, What the hell did I just get into? And then it's panic and fear. I call this gap entrepreneurial poverty. So this belief that we're gonna be wealthy, we're gonna have personal freedom, but the reality is we're living check by check, we're, we're starving for money, and we're working our asses off. That gap is entrepreneurial poverty, and, and I've lived it. And uh, I, I've devoted my life to finding the solutions to close that gap for myself and anyone I can serve through my books. Um, and that's why I continue to write books, and I think I will till my final breath on the planet. And this relates to me so much because I was that person and I had to transform myself over a decade. And I, I specifically remember being at zero, left a multiple six-figure job to live my dreams of working in sports and being creative. I'm like, boom, can be living my dreams, having an awesome yeah, time. Right, right. And then you're looking, you're like, all right, well, I've got no revenue. No one knows who I am. I've got no experience in this industry whatsoever. And I've got no knowledge. So... What am I going to do about this? And it was the most beautiful blessing ever because two things happened for me. One, I became self-aware and two, I adopted a growth mindset. So I was like, all right, what am I going to do to get out of zero? I'm going to audit the success habits of the most successful people in the world, the people that I aspire to do things like, which led me to you among other people. Well, and that's also how my morning routine of reading for 30 minutes every single day, because what was one of the narratives I heard over and over again? The average CEO reads 60 books a year. I'm like, huh, I'm reading zero. Think I might want to get on this. So day after day, investing in my personal development and leveling up and leveling up. And it's why this podcast here even got created in the first place is because if I can transform myself through my personal development, then so can you or so can anybody else. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we can transform. And to your point, Rob, is it's these incremental shifts. Like it's, it's like I don't believe that the get rich quick happens overnight, but I do believe the change that gets you on the path does happen overnight. When I was writing the new book, Get Different, and marketing, I noticed that uh, most businesses were just waiting for a magic moment that I've been struggling, struggling. One day, a switch is going to flip and everything's going to be okay. Like one day, I'll instantly become profitable. One day, clients will flock to me. But really, that transition doesn't happen just magically. We have to have a disciplined effort and I would argue in our marketing, in our profit systems, we have to have a disciplined effort where it accumulates to a sensation of flipping a switch, but it's really been years, months, sometimes decades of effort that gets that switch moment. Is it discipline? Is it consistency? Or is it both? Because I think discipline is, is a very strong word, which I pride myself on. I also pride myself on consistency. And while they are different, I think a lot of people throughout their journeys, irregardless if you're starting out or you're making a bajillion dollars, 
discipline and consistency can be challenging in their own ways. Totally. You know, for me, what, what I've done in my life, it's been based upon consistency. And I'd argue I'm not that much of a disciplined pe person, but I figured out how to hack myself. So um, I work out every single day, uh, five days a week, I should say. Um, and I write every five days a week, every morning. But that isn't because I'm so disciplined. It's because I set systems. For example, uh, I noticed I needed to work out and, and I would do it haphazardly. I said, what do I naturally do already that I can channel to the outcome? And I noticed that when I wake up in the morning, go to the bathroom, read coffee, and then I start scrolling through the news and the day would go and I'd have to run to work and I wouldn't work out. But in that pattern of waking up, going to the bathroom, reading coffee, it's like, oh, well, if I put my sneakers on the toilet seat, so now I wake up, I go in the bathroom, the only way I can use the bathroom is by grabbing my sneakers and putting them on, and now I start this momentum to, we'll just go down to the gym, lift a few weights, and now I'm lifting weights, let's get this done, let's go for an hour or half hour, I usually work out for about 35 minutes, and then on with the day. Ever since I did those, I call them behavioral intercepts, I've been able to channel that. With my writing, I know if I write alone, I have an excuse I'll find, like, yeah, maybe I won't try today. So I'm in a group with other writers. We go on Zoom, we connect at six in the morning till seven, and everyone just lights up your screen, and there's like writing time, and then we're writing together. And it's like, I gotta show up, not just for myself, but for them. Those little hacks have brought consistency. So I'd argue, while I'm not inherently extremely disciplined, the those hacks have brought about a sense of discipline and absolutely brings about consistency. And what I love about what you're saying is the simplicity of it. We want, we see high achievers who create amazing things and look, how in the world does Mike wake up every day at six in the morning and write? And it's like, well, actually, it's just a series of one action at a time. You're setting in an intention. It doesn't have to be hard. So all you have to do is sh set your shoes on your toilet. And, and for me, it was I set my workout clothes out the night before because what I had done Ew. is created the one action that says, who would I be in the morning to have my clothes laid out and be like, you know what? I'm just going to sit here on the couch and not do anything. No, that's not going to yeah. get me to where I want to go. So the one yeah. action allows the other actions and dominoes to fall. So, uh, yeah, it's funny. Like brain surgery seems so hard, but it's really simple when you know the thousand steps in sequence. And I think when we look at the big picture of anything that we, we apply complexity, say that's, that's impossible. But when you break down anything, it actually is very simple. It just maybe a lot of steps to get there. I, I just want to tie back to marketing because that's such an important thing to me right now um, is that in marketing, I think we see some marketing successes. I used to have a computer business. I did computer systems. And uh, I was more qualified than most of my competition, I felt. I, I was responded faster. I was better in so many ways. And they felt the same way about themselves. And we were slugging it out to get clients. And then one day, this company called Geek Squad came in and just beat everyone's ass in one shot. And all they did, they weren't more qualified. They didn't have better training. They simply wore flood pants and, and taped on their glasses. The fact that they were willing to do one small different thing and be consistent, to your earlier point, consistent with it, they stood out. It, it, it's small changes that bring around prolific change. They uh, today are worth $1 billion. They got acquired by Best Buy uh, and they have a $1 billion valuation. Unbelievable what little small change can do and, and the long-term impact it can have. So let's actually, that's a great segue to talking about being different. And you know what put a smile on my face, Mike? When you started talking about my man, Jesse Cole from the Savannah Bananas. Oh, he's your boy. Someone who has been on my podcast 
numerous times. And when it comes to being different and standing out, Jesse Cole is the king of this. And how in the world did Jesse Cole even come into my orbit in the first place? Well, one of my clients is a minor league baseball team named the Macon Bacon, who oh, they, yeah, they started their team at zero. They're in the Coastal Plain League. Who is their rival? The Savannah Bananas. So, and I actually just had a call uh, with Macon directly before this where I mentioned Jesse Cole's name because we we're creating a social media strategy for a minor league hockey team in Milwaukee. And they're doing the same things over and over. Hey, why is no one responding to our Facebook ads about ticket sales? And I'm like, Hello, guys, you need to be different. You can't just say buy tickets, buy tickets, buy tickets, because that's not why people are on social media. You want to engage, you want to build a community. So I want to share with you something that I learned from Jesse Cole about yep. being different. And Jesse, after coming on my podcast, sent me a handwritten note. And we actually talked about it on the podcast. And he goes, Rob, I send, I believe it's three handwritten notes a day. And then I received it. And then he sent me a book. So you know what I did to Jesse? I send him video messages out of the blue. And this is one of the B different things I want to talk to you about. I believe one of the most underutilized marketing tactics is video marketing on a personalized basis. Because Mike, you know how many video messages I've received in Twitter, Instagram, or my email in the last year? Zero. Yeah, very few, I was assuming, yeah. yeah. So why, why is that, and why are more people not taking advantage of the simplest opportunity in the world? I, I think because they're they're intimidated. I, I, I'm just sort of racing. I, I did a video recently, and I had this little paddle board just so you, the person knows it's personal. Um, I've been using tools like BombBomb and so forth, and it is extraordinary that it differentiates. And I'll tell you, those videos will continue to work until everyone's doing them. I consider it the hey friend phenomena. Remember the very first time I received a hey friend email, I was like, whoa, who is this friendly friend of mine? Oh, it's marketing. And then my mind started becoming what's called habituated. I started being cognizant that hey friend equals irrelevant marketing. And by the second or third one, I ignored it. But the first one worked. And if you're the only one emailing uh, videos, personalized videos to your clients, you're standing out until everyone starts doing it. Now, the reason people don't do it is there's a, there's a devil on our shoulder when it comes to marketing. There's an angel saying, you gotta stand out and get noticed. The devil's saying, it's embarrassing. Um, people are gonna retaliate against you. You may lose business. And there's this combative kind of mindset going on. So most people are so uncomfortable with doing different, they just go back to the things that don't work. Let's just tell people to buy on Facebook ads. So that's why people won't do it. At a certain point, people are gonna catch on. Uh, it's the, the early adopters who are winning in the marketing game. When the, when the laggards come on, that's when it, it becomes all white noise and the early adopters do a real simple thing. They just jump to the next thing. So to answer your question, the reason people don't do it, it's a fear-based thing. It's, it's not based on logic, it's just fear-based. And if, if you can get over that fear by realizing marketing your good services is a good thing, then you will constantly stand out and get noticed. All right, Mike, so let's break down this fear barrier so that someone listening to this right now who says, all right, I have not currently sent a single direct message to anyone with a video message. So number one, this is not a marketing pitch. I'm not like, hey, Mike, I'm Rob. Let me do business with you, blah, 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 blah. 
Uh, this is more of a 30 seconds or less. It can be 10 seconds or less. Hey, Mike, what's up? It's Rob Re reading your book. Want to send some good vibes your way. Love what you're doing. I'm curious what you would say to someone who's not currently doing it, who says, I've never been on camera. I don't feel comfortable on camera. I don't even have a very big social media presence. What is the first step, the shoes on the toilet that they can do to start using video in DMs and emails to their advantage? Yeah, you, well, you can start emailing yourself. Listen, none of us could drink water. There was a period we literally couldn't even drink water. We, we had that little sippy cup that mom gave us, and you drink it, and it's dribbling down your shirts all over your face. Like, you didn't give up and say, I'll never drink water again. It was a necessary mechanism for the survivability of your body. Marketing is the necessary mechanism for the survivability of your company. Realize you will make mistakes. You'll mess it up. But there's a benefit to that, too, in that it's cute. Babies got you have a new baby, they're gonna drool all over himself, and it's fun. Like, oh, isn't that adorable? When you send out that crappy video that's like all like, hacked together and it's just mistakes, people are like, oh, that's it's kind of adorable. They don't get it yet, they're pretty bad. It's not polished. It's ironic, it's the perfect polished ones that seem almost scamming. It's, it's the ones that are raw and real that are more appealing. So start to sending them out and realize there's an appeal to the rawness. Secondly, practice on yourself. Send out a few to yourself. You can email yourself and get it out there. And then send out that first email to a client you love. And I love your approach. It's, I call it the love campaign. Just say, I am so appreciative of your, my client. I was thinking of you today. Thank you for being an amazing client. I hope you have a great day. Talk to you later. That's it. That is extraordinary marketing. It's just acknowledging the importance of a client, which is different because other people don't do it. It's attractive because they're being spoken to. And there's inherent what I call direct. There's a sense of obligation back to you. It's like, wow, uh, now you said how much you appreciate me. I feel obligated to say how much I appreciate you. Say, so, you know, you're a great service provider. So sometimes you'll even get a response to something like that. And I'm gonna yes and what you just said with, with two things. Number one, what is literally the simplest thing that you can do? Start with your friends. And I did this because I was doing a 30 days of random act of kindness. And one of the things that I did is, hey, I'm gonna do a video message a day to a friend of mine. And just do that, just like you said, Mike, uh, sending good vibes your way. And here's what I learned. When you give, you receive back. And people would say, Rob, you don't realize I was having a tough day and how much your message meant to me. And what sending one to your friends or family members does is it lowers the fear barrier. So it's like, oh my God, how am I gonna send Mike a message? He's got all of these books and he's incredible and he's so accomplished. No, let's just start simple because I believe what is missing is like riding a bike. You don't do wheelies the first time. You have to keep getting on the bike and doing it over and over and over again. So you wanna get comfortable at just sending a video message and then the next step will be all right go ahead and send it to someone else out there and oh by the way we're talking about baby steps here so like when yeah. you really want to be crushing here um here's the next level tip of what i do most people send holiday messages sometime in December of, oh, gift, hey, Mike, this was amazing. No, I'm going to start doing it right now. You know why? Nobody else is going to do it. So I will take Fridays, do 10 people a day, and send the video message, sending the love. Hey, hope you have an amazing year because it'll stand out and be different right now. Yeah, yeah. So th there's two ways to be different. One is through medium. One is through method. So medium is... For example, email's a marketing medium, billboards are a marketing medium, radio ads are a marketing medium. 
if we change up the medium, if everyone's getting emails and you send out an actual handwritten postcard, that is different. It could be the exact same message, but because it's a different medium, it'll get noticed. But also you can do a different method. And that's what we're talking about here is if everyone's doing email, just approach the same medium email with a different method, send out a video. And in your case, you're sending out these videos that are sending, it's a, it's a reciprocity approach. You're sending out just warm vibes and, and people will feel that. You're also doing something different in the method and in the timing. So there's this thing called the reticular formation in our brain that actually is designed to ignore most stimulus. What we do is, you know, when the, the, the holiday cards come in at our house, we'll, we'll get stacks of them. You all come at the same time, and it, it's it's a wonderful thing, but it's also invisible. I, I can't pay attention to all these people. Maybe I'll pick out the one for my sister or something like that. But if I get one, you know, right now before it's even Thanksgiving, that's the one that will stand out because you've changed the method, and sure enough, I'll be engaged in. So, Mike, last thing I want to ask you about actually comes from my experience in reading your book. And I think I identified a challenge with all books and authors. You did an incredible job of creating action steps of things that you can do right now to be different. Hey, I'm even going to give you the four things. Go and take the 100 people and write a letter right there. But what I realized is, as I said, I read for 30 minutes every single day. So when I am in my morning reading routine, I'm not in the take action immediately right now routine. So boom, I go ahead and I read what you have right there. And I'm an action oriented person. I want to get the most out of this. That's why I do all of these things. But I thought, how many people aren't taking action? And what can someone like Mike do to further uh, reinforce this? Because you've got the website, you've got the templates, you're literally telling someone what to do. But I'm on the receiving end right now. And I'm like, but I'm in my reading mode right now, not in my Rob is taking action mode. So sort of speaking out loud, what can be done to further drive action? I know we can't make the horse drink the water, but I believe it is a challenge because you're reading, not taking the action. Yeah, well, I'll lean on the horse's neck. Maybe we'll get, we'll get him drinking water. Is this, is um, if you're a small business, chances are you are better than the competition. So you have a responsibility to market. It's the greatest way to be of service, but you have to market in a way that's true to who you are. So while you need to be different, that's the essence of this book, it needs to be true to you. I'm saying different from the market, but not don't be something when you're not. So step one, and this is fun to do, is reach out to people from your past they've been talked to in five or 10 or 20 years and reach out and ask them a question, saying, hey, I know we haven't talked in a long time. I was listening to Rob's podcast and this guy said, I gotta email you. What do you think made me different back then? What do you remember about me? Then reach out to four or five people you know today and ask the exact same question, what makes me different? You're gonna see what I call the common thread. Like you're gonna hear back from people saying, you were always such a good listener. Like you actually listened and cared or you were the funny guy. You could bring levity to any moment or you'd hear something like that. When you see the common thread, that is your different factor. That's actually how you need to put yourself out there to the world. No one knows anything about your business or yourself until they experience you. So the only thing they know is your marketing leading up to it. It has to be congruent and consistent by leaning into your natural different, and that's how you find it. And one of the phrases I love, success leaves breadcrumbs. And Mike, even though what you just told me is amazing, I get it. There's still going to be a small amount of people who do it because it's uncomfortable 
to say to somebody else, tell me something about me. But I promise you, these are one of your breadcrumbs. Do not wait on this. Do not wait to hear this 50 more times because something good just might happen if all of a sudden Mike's telling you these things and he does them and I'm telling you these things and I do them. Success leaves breadcrumbs in this podcast and the action items associated with it are one of those breadcrumbs. So Mike, uh, I have to thank you again for all that you've done to shape me and my entrepreneurial journey. I am for sure gonna continue to read your books and more importantly, I'm gonna be one of the people who takes action on your books so that I can um, pay it forward to everybody else. Where can everybody connect with you, purchase your new book and or see the rest of your library? Thanks brother for for giving me this uh, opportunity. Go to gogetdifferent.com. The book title is Get Different but go to gogetdifferent.com. You'll see all the information about the book there. I think the most interesting thing is there's resources, including over 50 ways to be different starting immediately that costs nothing or very little to distinguish yourself. So you can start testing things out. It's all at gogetdifferent.com. And as a call to action, I want to hear from you. Did something that we talked about in this episode inspire you to take action? You can hit me up on all social media platforms at Rob Cressy. Or if you're someone who wants more growth and impact in your life, I've got some great resources for you. Go to robcressy.com backslash transform. Would love to give you my 10 foundational mindsets to creating anything you want.